This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Oh my goodness. Is this thing on, Jason? Is this thing on? This is this is our podcast, right? This is how long on the podcast that we do, right? I had to knock the cobwebs off of this pussy, didn't I, Chris? I tell you what, I was plugging stuff in. I was getting my mic out of out of storage. I was firing up my Apple laptop, opening up the Zoom application. <laughs> And I was just, you know, it was, it was, um, it felt, uh, it felt weird. Felt like Ryan Adams getting back on the road again or something <laughs> yeah. like that after, it, after so many years in the shadows. Exactly. Exactly. Just selling out venues here and there. But I, I, you know, Jason has returned from his wedding and honeymoon, uh, a new man, easily five pounds heavier. Um, yeah. and so. hopefully though, refreshed. <laughs> Hopefully, hopefully refreshed. Hopefully, there's not a single <laughs> shred of pasta in your house over there in Glendale. Jason, t- tell us how it feels to be back in beautiful Southern California. Well, it's it's been overcast ever, ever ever since I touched down. So I think California is the last place on Earth where summer is going to happen. I spent two weeks in Italy getting kind of burnt sunburnt every day mm-hmm. applying my lotions and i come back here it's fucking gray and overcast it sucks ass i, I was thinking about uh, some people are saying it's been so long since it's been sunny here it's making people stop and kind of take stock of like without the weather what what are we doing here in la like what what else is there <laughs> other than the weather you know to keep us here you don't have to tell me that's why i'm in beautiful new york city today 80 degrees <laughs> sun is out <laughs> The cold brew is mm-hmm. flowing. I had lunch with a friend of the show, Drew, uh, from Toronto, M- Margin Drew, over at Balthazar. It was bustling scene. Mm. You know, it's it's just it's a it's a beautiful day outside. But I agree that the weather is the is the kind of value proposition of Los Angeles. And when it's not crackalackin', it can be difficult to feel the motivation. You know, to cut the grass, to kind of organize the mail, take the dogs out. <laughs> I I can imagine that the chores are hard. But I did want to say, what was the um. Not to tug at our at our listeners' heartstrings, but what was it like uh, being reunited with your dogs and kind of picking up shit, <laughs> kind of picking up shit again off the street when you were able to take two weeks off from that? What did that feel like? Well, great question. Thanks for asking that one. I uh, we we do stay in touch with our dog sitter Nancy. Shout out Nancy. Okay, but uh, and she's she'll send us photos. Okay, and you know a little kind of a vibe report at the end of the day. And it's very helpful. It's just like here's all the dogs they were playing with, blah blah blah. Yeah, but, but then, it sounds, like, the last it sounds very days. helpful. Yeah, it sounds helpful is the word I would use. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, perfect. Okay. It, it's 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 helpful kind of like how when you're like in Italy and you see your ring camera go off because there's a guy at your front door. Okay. And you're just like, Well, yeah. That's happening. What am I gonna uh, what am I gonna do about what, what this? What am I yeah, what am I really gonna do? So the last couple of days before we were about to come home, Bean, one of our dogs 
ate ate a good portion of our dog sitter's curtain and has sort of kind of been systematically shitting it out over the last week or oh, so. Oh no, not a curtain. I'm sure your dog sitter's curtain was very high end too, so I hope you don't have to replace that. <laughs> I don't have I hope you don't have to add that to why, your Why 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 did my dog sitter get astray on the quality no, of the no, curtains I, on that I just one, Chris? I just don't know I don't know if dog sitters are kinda of known for their interior design <laughs> tastes, you know, and I don't know where she's importing her her uh her curtains from um but i'm the tech the tecla yeah well you're stereotyping the amount of money that this this sitter is charging me she's i mean you know how much let's be let's just keep it 100 here on on how long gone you don't have to give me the exact exact number but i would love to know what the dog sitter is hitting for 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 the the last two weeks what is that looking like as a person who Mm -hmm. loves to waste money (laughs) but draw the line on animals what are we looking at oh i'll i'll be very transparent your honor i have nothing to hide here okay i we we found her on i think it's called wag it's kind of like it is not called wag god i think it's called wag no it is no you know i mean why why that's not surprising that it would be called wag maybe no 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 sorry it's called rover Uh, okay which sounds more like a fucking app for dogs (sighs) rover (laughs) but of course there's no e in rover no no i would have never put a vowel in a word i assumed that all of these things just sound like gay apps now no matter what it actually is selling but all right so on on, you met you you met your dog sitter on rover but then let me guess you took it off app (laughs) you took it to text you took it to whatsapp and yeah you kind of tried to make a deal um, with g- kind of excluding those pesky fees from our friends at Rover. Uncle Sam doesn't need to know about of, of all course, this, of this and that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. So, so we we did a cash deal under the table. Yeah. I hope Rover is not listening, but yeah. So that knocked the price down. There's two dogs total, of course. So that just comes out to a scant buck twenty a day. Oh, no. wait. We kind of spread that out over two weeks. Okay, hold on. Buck twenty a day, not per dog. That's for both dogs. No, total, total. Sixty per per head of cattle. All right, so sixty <laughs> sixty per head. Ladies free before midnight, but do- all dogs are sixty a head. So. 120 a day. Yeah, two two weeks is about 16 1600 something oh, like that. Oh my god, bro. This having it dude, you are you guys are insane. Do you really think? Now I feel if, like now, Rick let's, Ross BMF. Let's get Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Let's get serious. Let's get serious now. Do you like when you're when you're peeling off the 20s? Oh, I'm dead serious. Oh no, I know you're saying when you're peeling off the 20s and, and breaking off your dog sitter plus curtain fees, you know, where you're giving her eighteen hundred uh cash cash money USD. Mm-hmm. Are you thinking to yourself, this is absolutely not worth it? Or are you thinking to yourself, this is what my sick sad life has become? I, <laughs> which one of the I'm thinking a secret third thing, which is full repression. I think okay. of I think of nothing. I think this is this is monopoly okay. money. None of this is real. And I'm not going to even think about it because if you if you start to think about it, then you you know yeah. that's when I start cutting again. No, that's you know I, I don't want your inside of your thighs. That's when like, I have to pour all my AG one down the toilet <laughs> again. I don't want your thighs looking like Jocelyn's from the Idol. But I I understand that, and oh. I'm I'm glad that you've learned to to kind of repress it and and shut. I mean, to it, it's a bummer because we could, there's there's other options and alternatives, but. You know, Nancy sends the pics. The dogs love it over there. It's 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 a peace of mind thing. But yeah, I mean, it's it's a it's an insane thought to think of myself. You know, depending on how much you're traveling, 
That's a that's a fat little nut every month. That's a fat little nut, and I. <laughs> that's a fat little nut. How does it? So, but otherwise, how does it feel to be back? Do, when let's let's just let's get one quick question out of the way. Um, when do you think you'll have to go back to Italy? Can you skip next year, or do you think you're going to have to go next year? I'm I'm gonna. I think next year we're gonna maybe switch to a different country. I think. Okay. Great. Um, I've got my eyes on Spain. Okay. I'd like to <laughs> I'd like to dip down to Portugal and and all that stuff because that I do have some family lineage over there. Oh, I didn't so know. I, I didn't know. You, go, are you yeah. okay? So you're playing up your Latinx culture yet again. I have Spanish blood. Uh, what 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 do you know? What local cities it's located in? Oh, uh, it's like what it's do the, you what the, the Iberian Peninsula where. All the best the hams famous, come from. Yeah, I was going to say, they're famous for the ham down there, right? Oh, it's ham country. Okay, so you're going to ham country to kind of get in touch with yourself. Yeah, I'm going to go over there and kind of pick up a, a handful of dirt and kind of rub it between my <laughs> fingers, <laughs> give it a deep whiff. No, of course, of course. Kind of reconnect with your people. I, I hope you come back with a new, strong, strange accent that I can't fully place. I'll probably come. I'll, I'll, I'll more likely come back with a bad stick and poke. But that's true. Yeah, por- we'll see. Yeah, Portugal is the land of like. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's a tax haven, and I believe they. I believe if you buy property, there, they give you a passport. Yeah. So yeah, lots. Yeah, yeah. Of- Lots of white, lots of white people copying apartments on the sea. Yeah, you can get a tidy little flat for not too much euro. Oh, it's it's for the low. But what is the? All right, so I haven't really talked to you, you know, fully mm-hmm. uh, since 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 your since wedding. Since the Unabomber has passed. I mean, yeah, my wedding. Sorry. <laughs> since the, la- the last time I saw you, it was about two a.m. and the speakers for the oh, no. uh, <laughs> after party were located directly next <laughs> to the windows of our room at the house and i've i just wanted to confront you now was that on purpose or was that just a a, a lucky stroke what that was not on purpose i did not know i did not know who who was staying in in villa number two okay at all okay so i have no idea who was where what room was what and i also didn't really care you know no, so sure, I, sure. I do feel bad for you i'm sorry about that even though i'm sure the jams were really pumping and it was good but actually because you gotta get some shut eye because the house is so old and the doors so heavy <laughs> i was able to kind of shut out some of the noise but it had it had so the famous them jeans mix that he's been talking about like it's his you know magnum opus mm-hmm. um it did deliver, I think, and but there were some. There were some. I was hearing some complaints for from some members of the peanut gallery. Yeah. Um. Some feedback. Yeah, I was too. I was too. How long gone is brought to you by Nutrafol. As you know, you know hair thinning is quite complicated. Like your skin, hair is a reflection of your health. Uh oh. And internal factors can impact the way your hair looks, feels, and most importantly, grows. Nutrafol's whole body approach multi-targets underlying root causes like stress, hormone fluctuations, and nutrient gaps for visibly thicker, stronger hair. Go ahead, give it a tug. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth suppy with over 1 million people seeking thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with considerably less shedding. Thank God. Take the first step (laughs) to visibly thicker, healthier hair for a limited time. Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code HOWLONG, all one word. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals 
and stylists and professional stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L. I got Raf on the nut. <laughs> Dot com promo code how long. That's Nutrafol.com <laughs> promo code how long. So you were hearing real-time feedback on the dance floor. You've just gotten married. You're drunk as hell. You're on Molly. You're smoking cigarettes. You're trying to enjoy yourself. Mm-hmm. And you're getting some kind of real-time feedback just like a DJ does when he's in the booth. Yeah, 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 exactly. And it's also sort of like, here's a set tasting menu that's been prepared. This is what yeah. we are serving today. And somebody's like, nah, I don't yeah, want that. Yeah, now, now the, I, the big... My mise en place is only prepped for that. No, of course. And so... I was hearing real-time feedback myself as like kind of, you know, I don't know what I'm supposed to do about it, but... Well, every every wedding has one thing that is both beautiful and awful, which is super drunk people who have a th- an opinion and a thought on everything. Uh, I'm sure you as a photographer, I mean, you're not really, you know, the type of photographer who would be maybe like paid to shoot an event or something like that. But, you know, it's it's the equivalent of going up to maybe Daniel Arnold at at some you know <laughs> w magazine party and being like right, the light's not really great over here Are you sure you want to be shooting that maybe you can switch it up and kind of zip over here there's some clouds coming in i respect the art of djing too much and you know that um and i would never obviously complain yeah. but but decatur dan a friend of the show he was kind of coming up to me mm-hmm. um and seemed to be he did seem to be under the influence of alcohol i will say that i'm not i don't think that's a secret yeah. and he was kind of saying like when are we going to be done with this white boy shit? Mm-hmm. And I, I didn't have answers for him. And then he got, I believe that he was so under the influence that by the time the music he wanted to hear came on, he had actually fallen asleep mm-hmm. and missed it and missed it. So I feel like he got kind of got what he deserved. Yeah. The, the, f- the funny part is everyone's like, all right, here's the length of the time of the dance party. We, we we're going to need a solid four hour mix from you. And I'm like, okay, four hours, I'll do it. And I was like, what about me? Like three and a half. What if you got a late start? I don't know if it's going to go. And they're like, no, four hours. So I'm like, okay, I'll do, you know, a half, half of that, you know, white people dance music through the ages, 70s, 80s, 90s, etc. Classic wedding jams from your Robins to your magician remixes, etc. And then, you know, the second half when everyone's good and drunk, we'll start playing Soldier Boy, Tell Him and all that stuff. And sure, sure, sure. Yeah. But then the problem is everyone's like, this is so awesome. This is so fun. We're dancing so much, but I want urban music now instead mm. of instead of 17 minutes from now it has to happen right now and i'm going to be bummed you didn't have that kind of control of your of your decks yeah. because because it was pre-planned but that's just how weddings go man everyone's everyone's a critic when they get drunk i'm myself included luckily for me i don't even have to be drunk to be a critic so that's kind of paying that's <laughs> kind of paying dividends for me just imagine just imagine I d- if you got pissy drunk what a pill you'd be I've, i can't i can't imagine and thank <laughs> god i don't uh <laughs> no, but I, I I had a I had a great time in Italy, and I think three days is plenty of time to kind of explore <laughs> that country. Um, and uh, d- I, could you so you, you what you were doing w- is exploring? You say? Well, I wanted to talk about the best meal I had actually in Italy, and it was um it was kind of a the su- best meal I ever ate. It was su- it was surprised to me because I was kind of in Bourdain mode, you know, exploring, kind of trying to trying to go into the folds of the country, find something, yeah. you know, you, if, if go the, to, if go the to, place didn't have a bucket to sit on, you weren't going to eat there. Exactly, exactly. I, and I found it in the last hours of our time in Italy 
at um i do not like where this is going well this better not be the fucking airport it's the beautiful rome airport and i was able to share <laughs> a it. warm kind of loving bowl of ramen soup with uh alex and chris chang kind of before we boarded our flight and it was the best meal i had in italy and i just thought everybody should check out the it. one ramen place at the rome airport i don't know <laughs> i don't know i think it's probably the only one um but i have to say it really did you know i, I always thought people were kind of overplaying their hand and they talked about how a soup like that can kind of warm you and make you feel good and i have to right. say i have to say jason after all those other noodles that we had had all weekend topped with uh -huh. tomato and all that other gar gobbledygook i was very <laughs> i was very happy to have the flavors of the orient kind of bless my tongue <laughs> and stomach and i just was okay hoping okay I so you so roman ramen mm-hmm Roman Ramen is her new book. It's coming out in 2025. Uh, yeah, no, Roman Ro, Ro, Rome Airport Ramen was absolutely the the pizza at your rehearsal dinner was great. Don't get me wrong, uh -huh, um, uh -huh. but this ramen I, it did something, man. I have to tell you, and maybe it's because I was with Chris Chang. It, are Are you being serious? Like, was it really that good, or is this just part of the bit? The, the funny the, I don't, the best thing you ate was I don't do bits Jason I I live life and I'm not a bit guy I'm not a bit guy no uh so you're keeping it all the way a stack I'm keeping it a stack it could have been because I was with an Asian guy so it felt like you know authentic wrong kind of um, Asian but, but yeah okay but, 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 <laughs> no I know no uh it honestly was really good but I think it was just the I can't I, I guess what I'm what I'm getting at the point of this is mm -hmm. I imagine that since you're back in in Glendale and your palate has been just ravaged by the the oh. flavors of Italy, but by, by the flavors of Italy, the pasta, the pizza, mm -hmm. the fucking sardines, all the other crap they eat there, the breads with no salt. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's, yeah, it's just, exactly. The, the Illy pod. I just espresso. ate. I just ate whatever I wanted for two weeks, and I lost weight. The food is just so <laughs> pure. You, you know what I think it is? I think it's the chemicals they put in the food in America. I really do. I, think I really it is do you. think that. And also, and also, you know what we don't talk about enough? Portions. <laughs> like the portions are so much more manageable there. And I just think it's. I just this think is it's enough. Great. This is enough. I, I think that. But I was. I was. So that ramen warmed my soul for many reasons because I was tired because you kept me up all night with your loud music. Mm. I was. My palate was blown out from all the Italian flavors, all all of the all the spice, all of the charcuterie. You got a piece so, of that cake. That was nice, wasn't it? The cake was unbelievable. That was a, unbelievable. a delicious, a delicious cake, light, Oof. fluffy, fruit forward, uh, which makes you, which confuses you into thinking it's kind of like not that bad for you. Um, yeah. But what, what was your once you got back to to Glendale and you could hit Ralph's and get whatever you wanted? Mm -hmm. Like what was what was the go to thing to bring you back to the American flavors that you love? Well, to take a page. From from your Zen book, I also had to seek flavors from the Orient. I needed, I needed a, a a bowl of plain steamed rice and whatever whatever, drag that through the garden with whatever you got. But it, I needed sort of a cleansing bowl of reset rice. So okay. it's kind of not a, not unlike what you were doing. No, no, it really is. It's cra it's crazy because I when I'm you know left to my own devices, you know this. My deep dark secret is my love for the zaza. And I, mm -hmm. you know, pizza is my favorite thing. I, I don't mind a pasta either. You know, pizza is probably my number one favorite thing. <laughs> gun to your head, you'll eat a bowl of pasta. Uh, yeah, gun to, gun to my head, don't force me. But I, I really did though. I, I think that there's like, there's nothing. It's beautiful. 
There's nothing better, though, than getting home from Italy, being force-fed their food. They don't know what salad is, you know, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And then whatever you have that's not Italian tastes like the best. It, it's like you got out of jail. It's like the best food you've ever first had in out. your life. First day out. For a first day out freestyle at the plain rice bowl is is uh-huh. something that, that I, I can imagine. So you, have you had a smoothie yet? Have you done anything like that? We're going to – we're as soon as I, I hit stop on the recorder, we are going to go hit creation with a K – and just you know, blow blow a creation, blow a bag on broth and smoothies and elixirs and it's great, man. Chia's. Is it, this is the best. We're country, just really gonna go. This is the wild. best country in the world, and I don't want I don't want you to forget that. So I'm just I'm I'm glad to hear you kind of getting back into the groove. But let's hear about the mm-hmm. the honeymoon because it because the updates I got were um, a picture from people getting out of their cars on the highway because the uh, <laughs> the traffic was so bad, and then. And then a picture of what I, I believe to be kind of an American-style outlet mall. So I was yeah. hoping there was maybe more to the honey, honeymoon than that, but I don't know. We went to multiple hotels, and there we, we went to like kind of the three big, juicy hotels. Il, Il Pelicano, which is sort of sure. down, uh, down um, like an hour and a half out of Rome on the coast. It's a beautiful, beautiful, amazing hotel. Super classy, classic spot. Um, and then we went to... Lake Como, the uh, Hotel Tremezo, mm-hmm. which was a little bit too much of a touristy trap kind of zone. And then we went to Hotel Casa Maria Luigi. Okay, so... In, in, in Modena. All right. That is my maybe my favorite hotel I've ever stayed at in my life. Okay, so you stay at this hotel, and this is where the Massimo guy be cooking? Yeah, Mas- Massimo Bottura, who is sort of... He's like a chef table Michelin star, Michelin star chef guy, very famous over there. Um, and yeah, he was actually there cooking, and we had we did the full tasting meal. The hotel has like the all the gardens and stuff, a, a grass tennis court, a swimming pool in the garden. It's like the best hotel. The it rooms looked, are looked. so huge. It's it was it was, it was wonderful. Loved it. it. It looked beautiful. I'm really happy that you could afford that. Um, but the. <laughs> The updates that I were I was getting from you were you were at the 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 meal and this guy this guy's the god he's got the fucking TV shows about him he's the Gucci guy you know very mm-hmm. important when it comes to the the fine art of pasta making and you were kind of describing some of the characters that were at this dinner and I think yeah. ju- almost it felt like this was engineered to piss me off but you said that there were people eating the food and crying because they were so moved <laughs> That it tasted yeah. good? Is that what happened? Is that what so was happening? So you you watched you watched the menu on the on the airplane, right? I did watch the menu. I loved it. Yeah, I loved the menu. Okay. So so a lot of people were saying that movie is based on Noma and Rene Redzepi, yeah. but I yeah. think that I think that the dining room at Casa Maria Luigi uh, was a little was maybe more or at least the same amount uh, of inspiration for that menu. You walk in and there's maybe there's like five five tables and you sort of sit with people but you have assigned seating and everyone sits down at the same time so so you just you have to talk to you don't have to but you're encouraged to share this family meal italian style where you're breaking bread over hours and hours and having conversations and they i don't know what system they use to decide who sits with who maybe it's just you guys speak english you guys speak french you guys speak german whatever um, or I don't know if they go further than that, but we walked in and we were sat next to people who 
We're all American, I think. But how much is this tasting menu where you're forced to talk to strangers, hitting for? Uh, three fifty per head, one fifty if you do the wine pairing, which we did. Okay, so it's five hundred each. So you're you're walking out a stack. Luckily in Italy, for I know you love this, they don't really tip, so you're good there. <laughs> so we're looking at we're looking at a we're looking at a stack. But can you put a price on being forced to talk to strangers at dinner? Because that seems like <laughs> I, that seems really extreme to me honestly and, I, and you know you know that that i'm being i mean i'm being a dickhead but no like, there, i'm happy I, to I talk am, to people it's obviously I'm not that big of a deal but that's pretty extreme truth to what you are saying and i'm relating to that i think if you are the type of person like me who sort of there's like a, a curb your enthusiasm episode about the person who sort of controls the dinner party conversation they get sat in the middle i was sort of in the middle with carolyn and I feel like if you're in that situation and you're the best talker and you're sort of leading the convo, they should maybe knock you know 175 off the total bill at the end. Oh, that's a you good know, idea. Whoever decides to take ownership of the conversation, a very important conversation that people made a reservation for six months in advance with an alarm set and blah, blah, blah. There's a lot like your, your beautiful meal could be ruined by a dud of a convo. So I should have had... I should have had a little cash taken out or something like that because people people were crying and I didn't make fun of them. I mean, I don't know. I think I might have, might have like physically combusted and died if I saw <laughs> someone crying over food. I don't well, know it's, if it's, I, I don't know if I can handle it. I really don't know if I can handle it. I really don't. So it, the way it look the way it is is it's sort of like um, all the people in the room are basically just like super fans. Either yeah, there's yeah, like rich yeah. people who love food. And they jack off watching Chef's Table on Netflix, and they are just whatever it is that you can buy the fan meet and greet version of. Like this sure. is the yeah, top this of the is top. The, this is the meet and greet. Yeah, it really. This is, is the, yeah. This is literally the meet and greet. And every, there's like nine or ten courses. Every every three courses, the chef comes out and tells you a story about each dish, the inspiration, how oh. it was formed, the idea, inception, and the testing and how Massimo got this idea from when he was a little kid and his grandma would blah, blah, blah. And you're listening to, you're like, I do not want to hear the fucking story. I just want to eat the food. This is bullshit. But then when they're done telling the story and then you eat the food, you're like, God damn it. It kind of like I was, I was mad at myself for letting the emotional storytelling of food uh, affect me positively. I mean, that really does sound like the menu, though. I mean, that's that's ripped from the ripped from the script. Yeah, every twists and turns and surprises, but no, they would describe the menu, and they'd be and and it was sort of a mix of new new things with uh, alongside his classic dishes that he's had on his menu for decades or the, something like the that. The hits, the hits, the hits that you would see on Chef's Table, and one of them is like. It's called Oops, I Dropped the Lemon Tart. Every dish has like a really bad name like that at every kind of goofy tasting menu place. It, it, it has to have like a name like that, like a storybook rhyme kind of thing. But it, and he's like, yeah, he dropped it. He dropped this tart on accident. And they're like, there's beauty in the imperfection of it. And so now oh. we only serve it deconstructed. For oh some God, reason, the dude. lemon tart was served with, there was maybe four <laughs> kind of dried capers. <laughs> And I would re oh, I really, if there's, no. if there's a hell food no. person out there, Max or whoever, Jordan, if you're listening, why would this we sounds like this sound a, a sort of semi dehydrated? This sounds like this sounds like fucking ham vinaigrette type shit to me. <laughs> That's what that sounds like. Yeah, I don't want. I mean, luckily, luckily, I didn't. The 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 caper, the partially dehydrated Avoidable. caper was was deconstructed, so I didn't need to eat it with it, but I ate it just to see 
why it was on the plate and I didn't I didn't get it but after they would tell the story people would clap after every dish oh my and god and they were every single person except the two people sitting next to us who were like a, a rich retired couple from uh, North Carolina I'm sure they're listening now but <laughs> they were the only people who were like we're good in terms of selfie taking it was it was literally like a BTS meet and greet all these rich <laughs> motherfuckers lined up single file to take selfies behind the behind the kitchen counter like they're you know cooking in the restaurant with Massimo as well I mean and every character from the movie was there there's like the super nerdy like foodie guy who was like being a dick to his wife who like doesn't give a fuck about it like all these all the all the players Damn. were there there's a guy at my table who looked like a drug dealer were you were you guys were you guys the youngest or not even we were uh, definitely on the younger side there was a couple other people kind of our age as well but um we were some of the only people that were staying at the hotel as well but I, I highly recommend staying at that hotel. It's fucking yeah, I'm, I'm, bravo. I'm, it's the it's the one. It's the the feeling that you get there when you when you're in like a touristy trap hotel, you know, like you're in Vegas or something like that, and every little thing is just so stupidly overpriced. You paid a bunch of money for the room and uh, ten dollars for the water and this for that, and and at this hotel, every single thing was free. Every mini bar item, all the That's snacks, the, how all the God drinks, intended. the that champagne, nice. it's all it's all just free. And just knowing just knowing that you can have whatever you want and it'll never run out is like a very it's like that's a feeling I'd rather have than a quote unquote experience. You know what I mean? No, that's true. Yeah, I love that. I love that feeling. I, I this sounds like a real roller coaster. I have to say, but I'm glad the food. Was, so, but was the food that good? Was it actually it was, that good? It was. Were you happy to spend a stack? It was that good. And and at the very end, the last thing on the they had like three different desserts, and then the last thing on the menu was called surprise, surprise. And then they're like, all right, here's the final dessert for the night. Uh, everyone's gonna have tortellini and brodo and everyone's like what the fuck and like it was like a mic mm -hmm. drop situation yeah um you know like like you go to you know you go to see beyonce and she she brings out destiny's child and does soldier <laughs> featuring lil wayne for the third encore and you're just like <laughs> ripping your eyelashes okay. out one by one it was it was kind of like that like people were lifting up their chairs to throw them through a window level of of mania and it really worked on me as i ate a, i ate my third dessert and then a bowl of his famous tortellini and brodo drops and you're like this is good as fuck now my my question is though in a situation like this where it's like you're you've paid a fortune you've traveled far this guy is a legend you've, you've been following him and his his food for years not not you but i'm mm -hmm. saying other other patrons the custy doesn't it doesn't it kind of have to be good? You know what I mean? Like, are you really gonna be like, are you gonna be honest with yourself and be like, yo, this shit was kind of mid after you spent five thousand dollars to eat a meal? You can't really do that. I feel like that that's something that we don't talk about enough. Is it Bring like up a good point? Because you'd be embarrassed. You know what I mean? If, if what, you, is, what is that called? Sunk cost fallacy? I, yeah, it's like if you it really is like you've 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 built it up in your head so much, you spent so much money, you've planned so long. Yeah. You really gonna tell your friends and family that this shit was mid? You look like an idiot. Yeah, yeah, you really do. And I mean, I've, I've, I personally am not opposed, and I'm not afraid to say negative things about an expensive meal. Um, we went to the Osteria, his Osteria, the Gucci Osteria. He does that in Beverly Hills, and the food there was like, mm, whatevs. And it, it was probably at the same amount of money, if not more, um, and you know, a fraction of of the quality of food, but. 
I think there's a lot of that in there when you when you pay that money and you you hype it up so much you're sort of just swept up i mean but does that does that same like does that make the movie that you paid money and parked and got a babysitter better does that make the walkman show that you saw and waited out all day to get the ticket for sound better i mean same kind of shit no it's all no it's very true i just feel like for some reason with food I, i think because it crosses over into like real normie zone it makes it more interesting to think about because I don't think these, I think a lot of these people aren't necessarily uh, critical thinkers by nature. You you know what I'm saying? I I think if if they admit that they're like, I don't like, maybe this food is good. I don't even understand it. My palate is too fucking Batman to enjoy this. Like, I don't know what's going on. Like as soon as you admit that, you sort of pop the, the bubble whole thing, of fantasy, yeah, the whole thing and then the whole over. thing's done. The whole thing is. Oops, over. I dropped the tart. Oops, I dropped the fucking tart. <laughs> uh, well, that yeah. One one thing I noticed when I was over there is every single person, you they're either like they either talk to you about Chef's Table or they talk to you about the Stanley Tucci CNN show in Italy in general. At, uh, at Any time you go to like a food destination, foodie restaurant, or everything, and you sit in. A, <laughs> but you, you talk to these americans retirees with nothing but money and time on their hands and they're doing you know food tourism they all bring up stanley tucci and uh, and I'm, i was thinking like does the the italian government or the or the mafia or whoever controls the board of tourism over there and all the billions of dollars coming in are those the people that forced Stanley Tucci to, to appear straight? I don't. There's too much. Like, there's so much at stake in terms of the amount of money he's bringing into the country. I mean, there's something going on there for sure. I I don't. I mean, the 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 way that Americans fetishize Italy has gotten to the a, a fever pitch of absurdity to me. Yeah. Like it's like, yeah, we get it. It's old, and they like are slow. And the food is good. Like I, I, I think all those things are true, and I'm sure it's great. But like mm-hmm. watching an actor go into the cut and like meet some grandmas and make pasta. How many times over can we see this? Mm-hmm. Like I think Stanley Tucci is pretty charming, but I feel like we've done this for charming. like years. But people years can watch now. it. People can just watch that. It's so you know, it's just uh, like old people whatever what, what's it called just like ambient television just like yeah smooth, totally, totally. smooth brain warmed over content of like S- stanley is gonna have his shirt tucked in and he's gonna go and he's gonna go mm, this is so good and then you're gonna be like yes he tasted the pasta and it was good all is right in the world and nothing bad happens in my life anymore. i think those shows it's are, just like that for our parents. i think the reason food television has gotten so popular is because for what for the reasons you're saying like it's like it doesn't require any brain power at all and you can just kind of enjoy it but i think it's created this level of like hope in people like one day i'll get to do this <laughs> mm. where like a sitcom or even like a competition show. All these other shows that get popular don't have that. They don't have that effect. Right. Like it's like one one day. I, it's like there's an aspirational quality to it that feels achievable. Like if I just go, if I just like spend the money and go, I can literally do what Stanley's doing. Yeah. You know. I don't have. I don't. I well. Yeah. When I'm watching Dancing with the Stars, I'm not thinking like 
about to be me one day. That's too bad for you. That's why I love Dancing <laughs> the Stars so much, just because one day. Oh, it's a great show, but I don't fantasize. Once this once this podcast a... really makes it, and I get asked to be on Dancing with the Stars, it's it is truly over for you. Oh my god. Um, I speaking of TV though, I have been watching the hottest show in America, Breaking My Own Rules, Jason. Okay, is and this is the Tour de France show. No, the Tour de France show is fucking ult- amazing. I highly recommend that. No, I haven't been watching Lesbian Ultimatum. I've been watching Sam Levinson's The Idol on Mac. You you sounded particularly Canadian when you said that. Have you watched the program on Max? Have you watched the new program on Max? It shows some masturbation, actually. <laughs> um, it's uh, you you've probably heard about it. It features several uh, former How Long Gone guests, actually. Uh, Hari, of course, Rachel Sennett, uh, friend of the show Moses Sumney. Um, but it is oh yeah, it is, there are a it, lot of How Long Gone alumni. I didn't even realize that. No, it's it's true. Lily Rose Depp, uh, come on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, the weekend don't uh, don't talk about Ted dress like that. So uh, the the whole thing is uh, also I would like to mention. I don't think it's he's Hank Azaria is in it, and Hank Azaria plays like her manager and he's good but it's looking like as i'm looking at the cast now it looks like uh tyson ritter from the all-american rejects is going to make uh, make a, an appearance at some point if he hasn't already which i will be waiting for with with bated breath damn that's when they make you go work with the white boy in the studio you haven't you haven't seen this yet right or you haven't you've, you've only no. heard okay no i i'm sort of afraid to watch it i don't know like I, I, I haven't been in the right speed. Like everyone's like, oh, you kind of have to like hate watch it, or it's like such a ridiculous spectacle kind of thing. And I just haven't really been in the right mindset to do a watch like that. I think it's um. Well, look, I mean, the weekend is basically I, I, my take on it. He's creating a sex cult. Lily, Lily Rose is supposed to be kind of like a Britney Spears, you know, type damaged person working in a comeback. He's preying on her insecurities, mm-hmm. you know, to, to bring her into the sex cult. He's got all his homies, you know, and blah, blah, blah. Hari is a, a Vanity Fair writer. Um, but Rachel really stands out. Rachel's, um, Rachel's uh, Jocelyn, Lily Rose's assistant. Mm-hmm. And she's really fucking funny as the assistant. Like, really, really good. Rachel's, and Rachel's it really, funny, bro. <laughs> it really, it really makes me... Ra- makes me chuckle um but the weekend is um terrible i mean just terrible to the to the point where it's like (laughs) i think that's the point though you know i'm not trying to go like third eye on this but Mm -hmm. it does it does feel like it couldn't have been like the level of camp that they're working with here could not have been by accident is what is what I'm trying to say it it was just a situation where they're like all right let's do some test shots with with Abel and see what we got, you know, we can kind of mold this and then, it, it, and then they're like, wow, this is really bad, but we're kind of too far now. So we got to, we're, we're not going to not have the weekend in it. So I think he created this show and also yeah. like as a classic creator move, you know, you cast this hot chick and then you get to like tie her up sure. and have sex with her, you know, which feels always as like, yeah, man, I get it. Like <laughs> you think you're slick. Well, I mean, but, but if you can make a movie like, like Tarantino, then cast whoever you want to f- whoever's toes you want to suck to be in that role if you make a fucking another masterpiece like Tarantino I think but if you're the weekend you know you don't really have the the IMDB swag to to do something like well, that. well I said this to I I, I was I, I we were talking about this with David Cho because I think the weekend's such an interesting celebrity because his music is so popular and he can sell out like stadiums or globally mm-hmm. you, you know what i mean it's like not a problem yeah at any given moment at the at the gym in glendale there's two people wearing a weekend shirt just totally 
Totally. One person got it at a live show. One person got it at Urban Outfitters, whatever. But there's always two floating around. But the, the he's not that famous. I don't know how to explain that. But it's like he's not because he doesn't do interviews and because like he started out his career as like fake mysterious guy. Mm-hmm. I just feel like there's no we don't actually know anything about him and and like there's nothing there and i don't think he's famous enough to like carry something of this size like i think people are just like yeah this guy's a freak whatever like there's no he hasn't built up any sort of like goodwill with people yeah because he's kind of like an anonymous an anonymous hit maker yeah i th- i think it's it's the the fans are are never screaming we love you they're screaming we love this song yeah exactly. We, exactly. I, lo- I love your music but i don't love you yeah, and I think that obviously, like that's fine with actors. You're supposed to embody a character. I understand all that, but I don't know. It just it, it's it's um. I think people are getting really mad about it, which is kind of funny because that's obviously what they intended. You know, in some ways, I don't think that was like I don't think that was lost on. on so are you are you a defender? Are you a sympathizer of the show? Or are you? I think with I, everyone else I, in saying this is one of the worst things ever created. I don't think it's one of the worst things ever created. I think that's like kind of crazy to say. Just but just because I. I think I will it's say this. Crazy. I think it embodies the moment we're in culturally quite well. Like I think it really mm-hmm. I think it really is a show that is of the time and that's probably uh harder to to do than we realize or it would happen more. Mm-hmm. Um but I also think when you do something like this there's no way like I don't know. I, I don't know what other route you take with a story like this. Is was it uncomfortable watching the the graphic x-rated sex scenes yes with, yes with whoever you were yeah. in the room with yeah it's it, it's completely uncomfortable like like the thought of watching this yeah it's really uncomfortable <laughs> it's like kinda- should i watch it alone in case i gotta choke my chicken it's but that's the thing it's not even obviously it's i find lily rose Depp ex- extremely hot like she's hot that's that's like the her her function on the program mm-hmm. but it's not it's like not like that. Like it's just not. You know what I'm saying? It's like he puts a he ties a robe around her face and like obviously cuts off her breathing and then pulls out a knife and cuts a hole in it. It's like that's just like, come on, bro. Mm-hmm. Like just <laughs> like just smash, man. Come on. Like you don't got to do all that, you know. But I think that well, that's, when you're a Dracula type of person, then you kind of do have to got to do all that. Yeah. No, I know, I know. But I I wonder. I just I guess it's gotten. It's already so extreme. I wonder how much more extreme it can go. But like I said, he's setting up a sex cult to operate out of out of Jocelyn Lily Rose's house. So I assume it will go further. But but the will Jenny from Blackpink participate? I don't know. You know, I, I don't know how far Is Jenny she in will, the show? Yeah, Jenny's in the show. Oh shit. A lot of people are in the show. That's the thing. Also, Mike Dean's gonna appear in the show, my idol um friend of the show mike dean mike dean uh, he's in the stew the uh one of our known enemies dan levy is in the show um so it it, you know it it's 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 going to um are you gonna watch are you gonna watch it all the way yeah close out the season yeah yeah probably gonna ride this thing out i don't know why i alex was like i want to watch it i was like all right fuck it and then i was like you know what this is like so relevant that I feel like I should watch it because it, it really is creating a level on some zeitgeist type shit. Well, it's creating a level of debate where it's like kind of insane. And it's also like they're doing the thing that's so smart where they put out the bad song that they made. That's like her single that she's like not sure about. And now mm. they, now you can like listen to it, you know, in real life, which is like obviously the song is bad, but it's genius and I'm sure it's working. You know, it's it's all just like it's all it's all pro whether you like it or not 
Let me let me mm-hmm. say that. You know, let me put it that way. Uh, a creative agency thought of a lot of fun little thingies to do. Yeah, I think and, I think and the, it seems to be rolling out. The, the in-house creatives at Max are really just kind of doing their job. I hope <laughs> to see them at Can next year. I don't know if they went in-house on this. To be frank, I I I, I couldn't be sure either. But yeah, it's it's causing so much debate. I have I, it's it's pretty fun. Let's get let's let's get LRD on the pod. We'll kind of get to the bottom of it. I don't know if I, I wonder what Lily Rose Depp is thinking about this. If she's like, this is the greatest thing I've ever done. I'm so fucking famous, or this is the biggest mistake I've ever made uh, in my in my short short life. I think it'll I think it it'll depend on if if it if it lasts more than one season. You know, it, it could go into like a showgirls style like yeah. infamy zone. Damn, good point. Where it's just good, like yeah, where it becomes a thing. This, this could be this could be Gen Z's showgirls. But I haven't watched Euphoria, but people think that's like actually good. So I don't. And, and to mm, me, I would always I always see that I would always see the Euphoria stuff and be like, "Are you guys serious with this? Like, this looks insane to me." But I, you know, I guess this is the, the what the the this is like the most extreme mm. version of Euphoria, and it's the same guy. So it's like that's why you know that's why it gets put in the same yeah. in the same uh, conversations. But yeah, I'll continue to watch Jason. I mean, between this <sighs> yeah, and Tour de France, you. my dance card's full. Um, I'll try to give it a shot, Chris. Would you? Um, I love entertainment. Would you rather wear the new Apple VR headset or a COVID mask again? Headset. And that's tough. Um, that's tough. But you know, the mask reared its ugly head again when the when the weather got a little bad in New York. All the creative directors had to put on their masks to walk to get a cortado. Is it still? Is it still giving no. forest fire? It's it's all let back me, to normal. Let me let me let me go into Chris Black Al Roker mode. It was bad for about two hours one day. The other days it was fine. And anybody who says anything else is a t- total and complete pussy. Did you get some sick videos of like the 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 sky? I didn't capture any content because weather content unless it's a pink sunset isn't really for me um but uh also (laughs) sunset does does it for you though it really does it do you remember jason when we went up to when we went to lake arrowhead that time and it was really it was like the sky was crazy before we left do you remember that one yeah i do it was it was exactly that which in in new york which happens four times a year in la Mm -hmm. you know so it wasn't that but people were literally freaking out like don't go outside close your windows you know people canceled events for God's sake. Yeah, to me, like if it, if it's a forest fire, then it's like, all right, when you go outside, it kind of smells like a like a campfire or a fireplace. And that's kind of about it. You know, if it's like, hey, if there's a chemical it, fire it hurts or my something eyes. like that, it then hurts that's my one eyes, thing. But my lungs. Forest fire. It just it just smells like some Louisiana barbecue shack. Exactly. It's over. It's over. It only lasts a couple days. Thanks to our Canadian friends for kind of blowing that down here. The Apple VR headset coming in at thirty six hundred though is going to flop <laughs> like nothing. Apple. It's one of the. It's the biggest misstep oh. Apple's ever made. I would say. And I don't. I don't follow Apple that closely, but it seems five Chris years. Chris Galloway. Does it, it seems five years late though? Right. Yeah, but they, Apple's always done. They've never been the exactly first to do something. They weren't the first AirPod, or they weren't the first. No, no, I don't. But I don't phone. mean it being. I don't mean it being first. I mean like the wave of like that. it's a like it's a dead thing. I think yeah, like just, as a concept, it's dead. Well, you know? it's it's. I would consider it to be kind of dead as well, especially since I don't participate in any virtual reality whatsoever. But <laughs> I think it's sort of like it doesn't have to be the best idea. It, of all time it just has to be like what else is there of nothing so we might as well just keep working on on vr until something else happens do you think there's going to be like the way that like you know 
22-year-olds in Jinkos wear Apple AirPod Maxes everywhere? Do you think there's going to be people like rocking it to stunt? Like like just having the VR headset on at lunch? Of course. Of course. And I think when, when all that technology first came out, it was always like whenever it goes over your eyes, that's when it becomes a bridge too far, I think. Like when, when, when headphones come out and... And all and like everyone started having an iPhone and everyone's like, ooh, look at this fucking tech dweeb guy, whatever. But with the with the when it goes over the eyes or there's like the Google Glass yeah. or the Snapchat glasses with the cameras on it, like as soon as it does eye stuff, <laughs> that's when it becomes a bridge. <laughs> Once it gets into I eye don't do stuff, I, I, I'm not into eye stuff. No eye stuff. I think that the I think that the That's five hundred roses. I think that that there's some truth to that and that that it's proof because both of the things that you just referenced failed pretty miserably if i recall correctly um and yeah i just i just don't think and those were relatively affordable compared to this this monstrosity yeah so i, I mean it's it, it's kind of like you know when you see those people that ride those those electric unicycles oh yeah they go super fast every day every day of my life i see them. We, we always see one of those guys never a gal something to think about there isn't it um but there, there's always going to be one person that's like, I am, I am man and I am machine. I am sort of a different kind of person, and I'm going to be walking around 24 seven with this tech on because I think it's going to make my life better. Yeah, and all it's going to do is keep that little pee pee dry as a bone. I mean, I, I yeah, I mean, can you until they work dude, their battery issues out? I just, I just can't wait to pull up to like, or I'm walking by like Jack's wife Frida, and there's some fucking guy <laughs> sitting outside drinking an Aperol spritz with his Axel Arigatos on with the <laughs> VR headset, just like vibing. I, I just that that's going to happen, and it will absolutely happen first in in new york city no question i'm just gonna i'm just gonna bang out an episode of of never have i ever while i wait for my friend to show up for <laughs> for drinks <laughs> the tra i guess the train's delayed so i have a, like some time to kill so i just pulled it out of my bag it's no big deal really <laughs> uh i i mean i i can't wait for that day to come and it's it's definitely down the pipes it's definitely i think i think pipes. the air it'll be nice on an airplane but otherwise it feels strange to me but I mean, um, but, I, but speaking of airplane, I saw a, a good new shirt. Okay, it, it's part of the collection of shirts that has on the on the sleeve the sort of American flag with oh yeah okay with guns kind of thing, letting you know this is this is a a racist shirt. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah, sort of yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs> yo, you're about to see a racist shirt. So it it has like a very kind of cartoony. It kind of looks like a maybe like an ad for like a candy of some kind or like a okay i don't know like a my little pony kind of vibe it's like a very like cutesy cartoony kind of thing and it says warheads on foreheads and it's like a cartoon okay. of like missiles or bombs dropping on like i'm i guess cartoon brown people and this was wow. This was a this is the guy that was sitting right behind me. Wow. So this super just a regular ass dude. Warheads like it's it's like a play on. So I'm I'm guessing by the description of the design, it's a play on the sour candy combined with kind of yeah the uh, weapon of mass destruction. Yeah, but it, uh, it's also the name of a Megadeth album. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'll yeah, show yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it kind of looks like a rave flyer. Okay. So. This this, logo. this guy was wearing it on the plane. Yeah, it, there was like a group of four, and they all had shirts 
from this this company wow this shirt is insane it's like a ha, ha, yeah this is like okay so it's like a <laughs> rave style <laughs> shirt warheads it's kind of like a like a you know like the 70s like vote for pedro kind yeah of, yeah that's it yeah kind of typeface this is insane it's like a little bit of a groovy that 70s show kind of flavor and there's a winking smiley face and then a missile yeah let me off. read the description men's club grunt style november 2022 <laughs> t First of all, I want to let you know, Jason, that Grunt Style does offer military and first responder discounts, but time <laughs> to put warheads on foreheads. We're loaded and ready to send bombs away. Show the world how loud and proud you are with Club Grunt Style's November warheads on foreheads graphic tee. <laughs> what? It's This is so, like, bro, just say we hate black people. Just say it. Like, like saying show the world how loud and proud you are, you're not fooling anyone. Like, you're not, ki- like, they won't just say it. It gets frustrating. Well, what, I think like, what, just this, be, what be this bad. is saying is, like, I want to kill people is is just what it is like that's what it's about i guess like i just want to kill people but this was this was a new one and it was an interesting the winky face is sort of saying like hey yeah 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 i'm talking about murder i'm talking about terror baby whether whether you're a fan of gun shirts or gun hoodies we've got something for you (laughs) (laughs) proudly (laughs) proudly display your patriotism and honor our troops with any of the our patriotic shirts today i just don't know if honoring honoring the troops like can't you donate to like veterans affairs (laughs) or would you rather wear i guess it's better I guess it's better to wear a shirt that says bacon, ammo, mullets, freedom. You know, I guess it's better that that, that, that is available. Damn, that's that's a yeah. twisted shirt. Like, I think it's, I think people just like all of this, like, let's go Brandon style, like kind of like coded secret mm-hmm. language. It's not secret. It's not as secret as they think it is. <laughs> like, it's not like you're not slick, bro. You're dumb. And we know what you're saying. And I wonder well, I think if they, I think they want I, they want to be caught, I guess, or they or they think they're. they're yeah, getting- definitely. They, it's their version of like putting their toe in the. But I, my question, but, but my question is, do you think that when you wear stuff like this, this like outwardly insane kind of racist clothing, mm. like obviously you you want to get kudos from your fellow bros, you want to get a, a honk from the jacked <laughs> truck, you know, you want to get, you know, that that's the whole thing. But do you think that they ever get confronted? Do you think anybody walks up is just like, what the fuck do you mean by that, chief? <laughs> I, I kind like, of wanted th- to, I mean, I didn't want to ask him because we're sharing, uh, he was sitting behind me on an airplane, but at some point I kind of wanted to ask him like, yeah, what does that shirt mean? Because I think I wonder my, the reason I say this is I wonder if they even really know, you know, cause you know, they, they think they know, but I would love to hear one of these fucking bozos like try to describe <laughs> it. Like using their think, words, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I, it's sort of. I, I, I'm assuming it would be similar, um, but a little different. Uh, if you were to kind of go up to the, the weird, creepy guy who's wearing the T-shirt that says "Female Body Inspector," <laughs> and, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. A, a woman walks up to him and says, "Like, what is what is your shirt mean? Like, what is that?" What is that? What is that all about? And I feel like, like you could. Uh, you, could uh, yeah. you, you could walk up to a female body instructor T-shirt guy as a woman and say, "Grab my tits," and he wouldn't do it. That's the thing. He would. He would not even want to inspect the female body. But yeah, I, I just think that there needs to be more. This goes back to my like duffing out needs to happen more. Mm. Like imagine just walking up to one of these guys because some of these guys are these these guys aren't all fucking like 
Marine Navy SEAL jacked like gun owners. A lot of them are fucking shut in like gamers, Mm -hmm. you know, like walk up to one of the frail ones, you know, (laughs) at your local Taco Bell and just be like, hey, what does that mean? Can you I just or even you could frame it like, oh, I love your shirt. What does that mean? You know, and and see what they say, because I have a feeling they wouldn't be able to articulate it quite as well as we would maybe want them to. Or maybe that the confidence of wearing that shirt would lead us to believe that they have. Damn, we take two weeks off and Chris is Antifa. This is a great, great no, news for me. I just think I just think that because I, I now that I now that I'm in New York, you know, walking around, seeing people wearing T-shirts that say stuff on them all day long. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, do you even know hey, what fuck this you, means? you fucking fuck. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, do you even know what this means? Like, and it's not even like in a funny T-shirt meme, you know, Instagram account. It's like a, it's like a, I don't think you really even know what you're saying with this, no. and that's dangerous. He's Jason. probably dangerous. A, he's probably a regular, nice, normal family man. Yeah, that's has a what wife I mean. and a that's kid, what... and and no one's ever been like, hey, you want to murder thousand people with with missiles do you want to kill anybody i don't think which which ones i don't think he's been confronted but a a big day there's a there's a lot of news jason today before we go but you know Mm -hmm. trump got indicted again so you know there's going to be fireworks going off in fort green tonight Mm -hmm. um so we'll we'll listen for those hopefully we get a real mugshot not ai one where he's superimposed with 50 cents he's never gonna get he's never gonna he's never gonna get a mugshot never get the muggy Cormac McCarthy did pass away, 89 years old, uh, no country mm-hmm. for old old men, uh, et cetera. Plenty of classics under his belt. Didn't know he was still kicked, kicking around. Considered by some to be the greatest uh, living... Um, American author? Uh, American no- un- Yeah, American novelist, no country for old men, The Road. Uh, obviously, those are his big mm-hmm. hits. Pulitzer Prize winner, RIP to the goat, uh, Cormac. And we have a little bit of... Uh, housekeeping on our end to do as well since it's, we've been mm-hmm. gone for two weeks it feels like an eternity um i needed this y'all uh we're london obviously the fourth is sold out the fifth is on sale we're going to be announcing our guests for those shows um as we confirm them um which should be fun we can't mm-hmm. wait uh it looks like we are also going to be in copenhagen on the 8th of august for copenhagen fashion week more to come uh with that to all our dutch homies um, be on, be yeah. on the lookout. Fake Chris Black is very excited. We can finally build with him. If 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 Fake Chris Black doesn't come to the show, obviously Fake Chris Black, you're on the list. It's it's no problem. <laughs> I'll put you. I'm happy to put you in the list. We'll even take you out to dinner. Um, if if you're available, just to kind of get the you know, it's been a long enough feel like we get the background on this. I no. think he's like a food guy. I think Chris, he's a food no, guy we, now. We do need we do need Chris to slap him in the face and i'll film it dasha style oh that would be cool if we, yeah that would be our answer to the dasha slap crumps video uh and then um we're doing something very special in new york july 18th uh that's only for the homies it's going to be invite only that's going to get announced soon and then um next week tickets go on sale uh we're coming back to toronto baby oh, yeah. it's time to touch in nothing better than toronto in the summer eh? mm. uh back at back at the great hall on on uh july 28th um tickets will be on sale next week i believe the 19th um working on the artwork for all, that all one. i'm and, hearing is uh, dogs that are venmo ching, tring, 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 tring. <laughs> i might be I, I might be jason if you can you should join us i might be i might be heading up to toronto a little early to take in the muskoka summer scene uh for a couple of days hit the lake kind of see what's up is that then, right 
With I, I I've never been to Muskoka, and obviously Canada's one percent. You know that's kind of my people. So I need to mm. kind of see what they're doing on the lake up there uh, for a couple what you days. Doing over there on the lake. What are you guys doing? Do you guys do regular style barbecues? Or are they a little different? I'm sure they're going to be enjoying a meal. They'll definitely be enjoying a meal. So uh, yeah, July 28th, uh, Toronto, uh, August 4th and 5th in uh, London at the 100 Club in Soho. And then more information to come on Copenhagen on August 8th. Um, so Euro summer continues, but this time we're hopefully going to get paid for it, Jason. And, um, <laughs> that's, that's gonna, that's gonna make, make it a little more palatable. Um, and before we go, uh, just for the listeners, uh, I thought it'd be nice to get kind of a quick review on my wedding speech um, <laughs> beca- because I did, I did have to headline the wedding speeches and I did go completely off dome, um, which uh, was discouraged from most people in my life. But I was like, Jason's my friend. I know him really well. I know Carolyn really well. I feel really confident in this. I, I wanted. I, I felt like I was just mean enough. I, I even got a little choked up. I got sentimental. Mm-hmm. Um, do, you, do you think I hit the... Like, what do you think? Four out of ten. No, I'm just kidding. Okay, four <laughs> out of ten. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, 3.7. No. No, you, you, know, you, you hit all the bases. Like you said, you were able to go off dome. You, you, know, you, 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 you commanded the room um, in, in a way that only, only Chris can. And you did make mention. The, my only criticism, was you, you mentioned how much money you came out of pocket. Maybe one too many times. One, one and a half times is kind of the sweet spot. I think I only mentioned it twice. See, you just a uh, just a cut hair over the line. Carolyn's right. mom well, ma- made mention of it as well. But uh, otherwise, yeah, you, you touched all the bases, and and you did and you did the thing. It was good. I think everyone's speech kind of covered all the all the ones. There's the funny one. There's yeah, the, no, I agree. The, the sweet and sentimental one. There's the family one. There's the the random one. It was all there. Yeah, so. There was the bad one too. We'll keep that to ourselves. But I think that the um, <laughs> I think that. I, I really I, I didn't expect to get kind of I didn't expect to get a, a little choked up, but I did at the end. I kind of felt like I, I had to kind of keep it moving. Um, right, right, or, right. Or, or or I could have I could have embarrassed myself. I felt I felt looking back, I felt that that was my job as well to sort of, you know, I've never talked to my therapist about that a lot of times, but what I was sort of the one who had to keep everyone all held together I, I was the i was the rock yeah of course that you guys would cling to david Cho was in my ear and he was like you know he was giving me a lot of feedback and and we touched on the emotional part because i'm not a really i'm not much of an emotional guy mm. um but yeah I, I felt touched so i was kind of glad that i could get there you know what i mean yeah 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 no i mean because it is a little it is tough to do but i think we created also a safe space to have emotional speeches that also have comedy flavor as well as hip hop flavor. By not inviting three hundred people, uh, you did create kind of a safe space for that sort of environment. Yeah, and I that was like the speeches were one thing that I kind of had to fight for with Carolyn because she was a little speech averse because she was just like, I'm sure there will be some speeches, but it's not worth risking having a bunch of bad speeches. So let's yeah. just not have any speeches at all. Which is another metaphor for life that we can talk about in our next episode. But, 
Um, and I was like, no, you're going to like it. Speeches are good if the people that do the speeches are good. And as long as women don't do it, it's going to be fine. <laughs> and that's, and she was like, oh, my God, you're right. I don't want the speeches to end. Why? Well, like, yeah, this is great. I think there were some other factors in why she was having such a good time at that point. But we don't need to get into that either. Um mm -hmm. How long gone? It's 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 good to be back, uh, Jason. It's it's great to have you home. Congratulations again. Uh, we had a blast, and um, yeah. you know I'm I'm just I'm just very grateful to be back in Glendale. I was at Equinox just earlier today. Oh. I saw a guy vaping in the locker room. <laughs> Honey, I'm home. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna continue uh, our reign of terror this week. We're gonna be talking uh, skateboarding. Uh, Jason at the end of the week which is always exciting for me as a uh, guy who wants to have sex with people that use shoestrings as belts and um, as a known pro ho as a, as a, is excited for our guest on Thursday as a no, known pro ho and then hopefully something uh, really special at the end of the week if, if you know for, for Monday yeah, if, I had my little honeymoon and you're kind of having your little honeymoon week I'm, I'm letting you have a skater on as well as a <laughs> beep I don't want to jinx it <laughs> <laughs> uh, well thank you thank you for that jason thank you for that uh how long gone we we really appreciate you guys thank you for listening thank you for bearing with us during during the two weeks but we'll never let that happen again i swear to god and if if it does um yeah you know. she's my forever wife so i'm never gonna get married again yeah exactly hopefully uh and uh, shout out to my forever um yeah howlonggone.com is the website for tickets and uh we will uh we'll talk to you guys soon bye-bye <laughs>